2: now
3: Noble Gold dot performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. And I'm
4: um, happy to be going to work. That was Amy Robach over the weekend, host of good, Mer- good Morning America's Third Hour, saying everything's good. I have a lot of support. Looking forward to going back to work. Yet this morning she was not back at work Some things developed at ABC over the weekend for Good Morning America host Amy Roebuck and TJ Holmes. And they are off the air indefinitely according to the Daily Mail who first broke the story on their affair. What is this all about and what's your take on it all? Um, I want to get your take on this. So let's look at entertainment tonight. Covering this supposed affair between the two anchors on ABC. She's gotten a lot of
0: support and um, just, uh, you know, I, I appreciate everything and I'm um, happy to be going to work. Well, she's not going to work just yet. That was Amy over the weekend in NYC, after news of her secret relationship with Good Morning America co-anchor T.J. Holmes went public. Now ET can confirm the two have been temporarily taken off the morning show's third hour, as ABC execs figure out what their next steps will be. Good afternoon and welcome everybody to What You Need to Know on this Monday. Amy Roebuck and T.J. Holmes have the day off. Yep, that's Stephanie Ron.
4: Yep. These are the two. Stephanie and Gio filled in instead, and the two co-hosts, despite their good ratings, are not on air. After photos released by the Daily Mail showed that they have been uh, romantic for some time, uh, despite the two being married, I guess this is the, uh, the big um, scandal, is that neither of them are actually divorced, Daily Mail saying exclusive, they have the day off ABC plays it coy as lovers TJ Holmes and Amy Robach are taken off air indefinitely with new anchors stepping in to host the third hour of Good Morning America you can see the paparazzi shots here um, there they are on Instagram uh, celebrating their co-hosting together, they've been co-hosting for, uh, since 2020, those are the fill-in anchors now, and there they are announcing, oh yeah we're, the two are off the air now um, here you can see a series of exclusive DailyMail.com photos published on Wednesday revealed their intimate relationship with the pair seen going on dates around the city and traveling to and from each other's homes throughout November. Um, this is insane and cringy how they are being followed okay. by the paparazzi. And he just keeps rolling on her, and she's just walking. Uh, they photographed their, them hand holding. Here they are anchoring on Friday, and they kind of address they kind of address the scandal because the scandal has been going on all week. And they this past week they continued to co-anchor together, and uh, not addressing anything, but they hinted at it right here on Friday on air.
2: Everybody, good afternoon. Welcome. <laughs> to
3: jim a3 what you need to know on this friday you know it's too bad it's friday Is it? it's been a great week we want this one to keep going and going and going just um, enjoy it speak
0: for yourself take it all in i'm very excited about the weekend uh, and i'm sure everyone else is too
4: he wants it to keep going and going. look they are all good about this uh, amy and tj uh they don't seem to really care that they are being gossiped about because guess what they are broken up with their spouses and now they're dating so i don't see the issue here i guess i guess some people are concerned that they cheated on their spouses with each other um you could actually see their their spouses that's with their boss uh but look the paparazzi shots are insane. Uh, they, uh, paparazzi or someone followed this, these two as they went camping up in upstate New York, and he's patting her on the booty. They've got video of them hanging out at the bar. You know What's this upstairs shot? I mean, what is going on? Here's the thing, though. Daily Mail pays cash for photos and videos like this, so that encourages a lot of citizen journalists to say, oh, there's a celebrity couple i am going to photograph them across the bar and i think that's what happened um there's their fill-ins again Uh, so this is amy's actual husband that she's not quite divorced from i guess um here is her instagram where tj who she's now dating has his hand over the shoulder of amy's husband that's back in march Uh, her husband was last seen on her instagram back in july and uh, the word is that both Amy and TJ split ways with their significant others in August. So maybe it was their on air relationship that caused both couples to now split up, move out of each other's homes. But I'm just saying, I was in corporate news for years, and couples, on air people, do date um there's a lot of couples in newsrooms there were a bunch of couples back at care 11 nbc affiliate minneapolis when i worked there um two of the anchors were married um like anchors and producers were married and dating it was very common and there was nothing wrong with it so it's really interesting that there's such a huge scandal in regards to this and you know apparently they split They split with their significant others or with their spouses, but they did not announce it. And if anything, my take on this is this is a testament of uh, public figures having to announce when they split up with their spouse or their significant other. If you don't announce it, then that can lead to unnecessary claims of scandal. Had Had they made a big announcement on their Instagram, oh, unfortunately, me and my husband parting ways back in August then this would be never be a scandal right now. So um, I think that's probably what they should have done, unfortunately. And when any, anyone breaks up, they really don't, you know, your heart's hurting, you don't really want to speak about it. But this actually happens quite a bit with public figures when they split up with someone, like their spouse. They don't announce it and actually... They are believed to still be with their spouse for a long time after they split up. Um, And I actually, you know, I'm single and I, different guys try to date me and two different public figures tried to date me and I said, aren't you taken? I'm pretty sure you have a wife. And they said, no, we're actually split up. It's like, I know that online, it looks like we're still together. We never announced it. Um, So this stuff happens a lot. But then if I am seen with that person, it becomes a scandal because it's not publicly announced. So this is the, my big take is I guess, the lesson you learn from Amy and TJ is that you have to announce when you split with your spouse, otherwise it's going to be a big scandal. But shout out to Amy Robach. Um, I like her a lot because of this page right here, Project Veritas, covering the fact that you know, she had this bombshell story implicating Jeffrey Epstein, and ABC refused to let her cover it. And this is what I've been saying when I I talk about the compromised corporate media, that it is not the on-air talent who are the bad guys most of the time. It is their bosses that continue to muzzle countless on-air talent. Amy Robach was muzzled. And you'll recall...
0: I've had the story for three years. I've had this interview with Virginia Roberts. We would not put it on the air. Um, first of all, I was told, who's Jeffrey Epstein? No one knows who that is. This is a stupid story. Um, then the palace found out that we had her whole allegations about Prince Andrew and threatened us a million different ways. Um, we were so afraid we wouldn't be able to interview Kate and Will say, oh, that I we that I also was- quashed the story. And then, um, and then Alan Dershowitz was also implicated in it because of the planes. So she told me everything. She had pictures. She had everything. She was in hiding for 12 years. We convinced her to come out. We convinced her to talk to us. Um, it was unbelievable what we had Clinton. We had everything. I, I tried for three years to get it on to no avail and now it's all coming out and it's like these new revel- revelations and i freaking had all of it i, I-, I am so pissed right now like every day i get more and more pissed because i'm just like oh my god we it was um a-
4: that was that's nuts that was a hot mic moment when amy robach was uh probably uh, about to go on air and she was venting with her hot mic which by the way happens a lot in newsrooms um but normally they're not, you know, your, your production team is not rolling on you or you hope that they aren't. But I mean, I know when I would anchor in the studio, I, I would talk about all kinds of crazy things during the commercial break and assume that nobody was recording me. But I guess that's what happened with her. Um, and that got leaked to Project Veritas. And it just exposes that ABC was covering up Jeffrey Epstein's horrible dirt in regards to abusing young girls because they wanted to protect their relationship with royal family and other people like perhaps the clintons um i have dealt with this in my own newsroom and i I bet you almost every on-air talent has has first-hand experience with this, with your bosses saying, ooh, don't cover that or soften the blow on that story because we really want to protect our relationship with these people. If we expose them, they'll, they'll never do an interview with us again or they'll cut ties with us or, you know, we won't have access to this or that anymore. So, you know, soften the blow or just don't cover that at all to protect our relationship. And so uh, it's all the issue with special interests once again. So Amy Robach rocks because she was trying to get the truth out about Epstein years before anyone else and was unable to. And now she's engulfed in this weird relationship scandal, which I honestly see nothing wrong with. I mean, the timelines are a little weird. Like, did she cheat on her husband with her co-host? Um, maybe, but I guess everyone split ways. You know, her marriage was apparently over. In August, you know, in court, it maybe takes longer to end the marriage. But now she's moving on with her co-host. I guess they really like each other. And I don't see what is wrong with that. But it is a big old scandal. And she, who knows when she'll go back on air. Because here's the thing. A lot of the morning show viewers are like Bible Belt people, allegedly. A A lot of people are just not watching the corporate news anymore. But, you know, the bosses are concerned if this looks like a nasty love scandal that people are going to be turned off from watching Good Morning America and if the the bosses if they get too skittish about their on-air talent being on the gossip sites then that on-air talent may get fired um, so it's it's a shame that Amy who's clearly a truth seeker is dealing with such BS. All right, I want to address an important court case that is happening, uh, going through the Supreme Court right now. CBS covering it. Supreme Court appears sympathetic in Colorado. De- to Colorado designer who opposes creating same-sex wedding sites. This is the uh, Supreme Court lawsuit uh, lawsuit going through the Supreme Court in regards to 303 Creative versus Ellenis. Uh, this is a graphic designer in Colorado who does not want to make graphic designs for a gay couple for their wedding. I guess she makes wedding websites, and she doesn't want to have to do it for a gay couple because it's against her religious beliefs. Uh, But Colorado law is saying that that is discrimination, and it's illegal to discriminate someone Uh, against someone on the basis of their sexual orientation so she's fighting that at the highest court uh, because the way she sees it this is in regards to free speech and I actually agree this is a free speech matter. The Colorado court is compelling someone to speak when they don't want to. Graphic design is a form of speech. Art is a form of speech. And the government is now forcing someone to speak what compelled speech, I think, is un-American. So um, I think that in her being bigoted toward gay people, she is shooting her own business in the foot. Um, um, it's going to turn off customers. First of all, you know, customer service is huge. And why would you turn away someone who's trying to pay you money to, to do the work that you do for them? So she's literally turning down business and doing it in a way that turns off other customers. I say let the free market handle this situation um, because for the gay couples, there's plenty of other graphic designers who will who gladly do the design for them. So if anything, her turning down money is only hurting her. The graphic designers can easily go to someone else. And why would you want someone to do art for you who doesn't like you? Um, I bet all my Republican viewers would not want a Democrat to do a website design for them. And and the leftist... Uh, leftist... Viewers would not want a, a right-winger to do art for them. People typically want art done, that, or any sort of speech done in alignment by someone who's in alignment with your own views. Think of a speechwriter, and I guess this was actually brought up in Supreme Court today. So if, if, this, if she doesn't win her case in Supreme Court, that would imply that, that basically someone with completely opposing views to you, you could compel them to write a speech for you and they like a Trump supporter would have to write a speech for Obama. <laughs> you know what would all this imply? So I think we're just overreaching and crushing the First Amendment in, try to, in trying to cater and say, oh, we're not bigoted. There are people who don't like each other, and they shouldn't be forced to work for each other. That's the freedom in America, and and anyone, you know, the more p- people you decide you don't like, and you don't want to work with, and you don't want to take their money for business, you're only hurting your own business. So she's the free market is going to correct the situation with this woman, um, but. We don't need the government to correct it and then crush freedoms and crush the First Amendment in the process. That's my take on this. Um, I want to show you the Alliance Defending Freedom. They are, uh, their attorneys are working on this case. Uh, they say a win for website designer at Supreme Court would be a win for free speech for all. An artist should not be forced to create a message that violates her deeply held beliefs. But Colorado has tried to unconstitutionally compel the speech of graphic artist Lori Smith. We look forward to arguing for Lori's rights. So I guess the Supreme Court leaned in favor of 303 creative today but have have not made a final decision there was a a rally out there on the Supreme Court steps you can see they got balloons out there create freely free speech for everyone so it is a big free speech case I'll show you how the Washington Post is covering it real quickly Uh, the Washington Post saying quote Supreme Court seems to side with web designer opposed to same-sex marriage Uh, the Colorado's Lori Smith says, being forced to create a website for a gay couple would violate her right to free speech. So, there you have it. I'm going to check your comments. You only have ivory in your right ear. So, I'm actually I'm using my lavalier mic today, and maybe it's not working correctly. i got to figure out the settings on my camera. I need a videographer. Um... Good to know that cheating on your significant other is perfectly fine with so-called conservatives. Yet to cheat on your significant other is not fine. And I don't know if, if Amy and TJ cheated on their spouses, the Daily Mail says they both split way period, I, I guess they both split ways with their spouses in August, so their marriages are over, even though not on paper right now if that was created through cheating that's a crying shame but we don't know that right now all we know is that two adults appear to have a a romantic relationship months after they split ways with their spouses that's what i know right now and i don't have a problem with that Um, you said the sounds never a problem good 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 i'm glad Freedom of religion, that's right. This case, uh, you know, does, it is in regards to freedom of religion as well, I would say. Um, just wait when pastor is forced to marry someone who goes against his beliefs. Um, yeah, I, I just, I don't believe in the government forcing people to do things that they don't want to do, when there's a whole slew of other people who would gladly do those things. Why, you know, what's going on? That's not freedom. Um, Thanks for the love, everybody. Appreciate it. Checking all your comments. Um, Okay, I wanted to update you guys on the Kanye situation. Kanye West, also known as Ye, I know, I know, he changed his name to Ye. So he is actually complimenting Elon Musk, after Elon Musk deleted him from Twitter, or suspended him. Who knows if he's going to be back. This is, this is really, I guess, mature of Kanye. He still likes Elon, even though Elon suspended him. Kanye posted this today. This is Kanye's Twitter account. Kanye posted a screenshot of Twitter. The bias posting, quote, Kanye West says he believes Elon Musk is a half-Chinese genetic hybrid, and Elon Musk replies, I take that as a compliment. Kanye's caption today, quote, it was meant to be a compliment, my friend. Now on Obama, on the other hand. So Kanye's calling Elon Musk his friend and saying, yes, I am complimenting you in that I think that you are half Chinese, half supermodel. But he al- Kanye also believes that Obama is some sort of genetic hybrid And that may not be a compliment with Obama. Now, let's look at a screenshot of Kanye's original post on Elon Musk being half Chinese. Someone posted a screenshot of it. Kanye just posted this on Instagram. It says, quote... Am I the only one who thinks Elon could be half Chinese? Have you ever seen his pics as a child? Take a Chinese genius and mate them with a South African supermodel, and we have an Elon. I say an Elon because they probably made 10 to 30.
2: Order now
1: fighterflare.com
4: Well, let's not forget about Obama. I'm sorry for using curse words in church, but I don't have another word for Obama yet. Yay, 24. Let's unify and find out. L-U-A-F-O. I don't know what that means. A-L-U-A-F-O. Okay, so there it is. And Elon just laughed. He said L-M-A-O. Uh, that is pretty, pretty funny. I mean, and then people started to post all these images and videos of, look at this Asian guy. He definitely looks like Elon Musk. You know what I'm saying? Look at that. Definitely an Asian looking Elon. They I guess they have uh, various pictures saying, yeah, Elon looks pretty freaking Asian. Look at this. And e- Elon loves it. I mean, Asians are known to be very genius. So <laughs> Elon's happy about this. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, Elon released the Twitter files, uh, Twitter files Friday, um, just as I was finishing my last podcast on Friday. Elon had released that showing that Twitter colluded with the DNC in the lead up to 2020 election, helping helping Biden. You can see the screenshot, email from Twitter saying more for review from the Biden team. Thanks all. Links to different posts on Twitter. Uh, someone else from Twitter wrote, handled these, implying that they went on to censor those posts. Basically, that the Biden team was sending posts that they didn't like. And Twitter staffers were dutifully censoring the posts that the Biden team didn't want. Now, Elon says actually people from the left and the right, uh, Democrats and Republicans, were sending posts for censorship and that Twitter censored uh, at least a number from both sides, but definitely more posts from Democrats because most Twitter staffers leaned left and catered to censorship requests from the left. Now, Elon is calling this an egregious violation of the First Amendment um if i mean the dnc the dnc is not our federal government they're a political party um now that biden is president if he is compelling twitter to censor things absolutely that's a big violation of the first amendment but what I, I, And what I've seen right there, that is not a violation of the First Amendment. It just shows that Twitter is a hard-left organization that wants to prop up the Democrat Party and is just doing this will, willingly, not even being forced, coerced, or compelled by the government, just saying, yes, we want to help Democrats win, which sucks, and which is why I am on a lot of other platforms, such as True Social, Telegram, um, and Getter. Unfortunately, Getter censors uh, right-wingers as, as well. My friend Alan dos Santos, who is the Rush Limbaugh of Brazil, was censored by Getter. He was stripped from their platform at the request of the Brazilian Supreme Court, which is a far-left, corrupted justice system in Brazil. So... Getter bowed to the corrupt Supreme Court of Brazil to censor a powerful right-wing voice in Brazil because the leftists in Brazil didn't like what he had to say. That is a crying shame. Really disappointed at Getter for that. Uh, is might, might be the best one. bastian is very hard to censor. There's no, like, staffer in charge of censorship there. They actually, um, if something gets flagged enough times, um, then a jury pool of bastion users is randomly selected by bastion.com and so just reg- regular bastion users are selected to be a part of the jury and th- this post is shown to that person and they ha- simply have to click yes or no on whether it should be censored and it has to be an, a, uni- a unanimous decision from that random jury to get something censored on bastion so i really like that it's much more difficult um, and fair censorship on bastion unfortunately bastion.com has not really caught on much i mean i was i was pimping them out for a while saying guys get on bastion um hopefully it'll eventually catch on i think its creator um has a really great concept built on the blockchain Thank you so much for the the super chat, 2,000 Watt Studio. Quote, don't forget, Roebuck complained that she sat on the Epstein story. She was upset that she didn't get an exclusive, not that the story wasn't reported. Um, She was forced to sit on the Epstein story. Had she come out with that independently? her bosses would have likely fired her because she would have single-handedly compromised their relationship with the Royals and the Clintons and everything, everyone else, all the reasons that ABC didn't want to air that story. So ABC was muzzling her on all levels. She couldn't just post on her Instagram about her findings. They said, do not air that story. Same sort of situation with what led to me saying, peace out Fox, because Fox was doing very similar stuff. So, uh, and this was in regards to um, pandemic treatment drugs, the needles, the elections, crime, uh, crime, black versus white crime, ton of things that I've already discussed on previous podcasts as to why I left Fox. They were, they were doing this a lot. ABC does a lot. Yes, Amy was mad at not getting the scoop. Because we all we are all very competitive about wanting to be the first with the story. She had a huge story, and you start to, as a journalist, being, you know, covering news as a business. A lot of times, it just becomes, um, it just becomes business. You know, it becomes you know, this is going to help my career if I cover this, rather than how will this serve the public. Um, it's natural for reporters to start looking at stories through those eyes, which ends up benefiting the public because if reporters get competitive with each other wanting to be first with the story, that gets the story to the viewers quicker. The reporter gets a promotion for covering a big story. The viewers get their big story. Everyone's happy. So competition newsrooms and looking at, at it through a business mindset for reporters to a certain extent is is good and fine and indeed Amy was definitely talking that way about like she was just bummed she didn't get the scoop after all because someone else ended up covering it Um, but I'm sure she was also upset that you know her bosses were wanting to hide something that was very important newsworthy and would protect innocent young girls Um, so you're saying You're saying you may perhaps think she's not as much of a good guy because she was caring about just having the scoop. I still have a lot of respect for her for that case. Um, In regards to these Twitter files, I mean, this is not as big of a bombshell as, as what the attorneys general from Missouri and Louisiana this past summer exposed. This, for some reason, hardly made any headlines. I covered it on my YouTube, but I don't have a very very big audience. But this was major. The attorneys general from Louisiana and Missouri, um, in a lawsuit, were able to obtain email correspondence between the Biden White House and Twitter and Facebook, in which, indeed, the White House was compelling Twitter and Facebook to censor things in regards to the pandemic, drug treatment in regards to the needles in the arms. Um, They were doing mass censorship of these things. They were doing weekly meetings between the White House, Facebook and Twitter to make sure Facebook and Twitter were obeying the White House in hiding truthful information about the needles to make the needles look better than they were so that more people would get those needles in the arm rather than uh, informed consent, which is law. Violating the law on multiple levels here, First Amendment just absolutely trampled over. And this is at the command of the White House. And it was crickets from the media. I said, this is freaking astounding. This is a, an egregious violation, an impeachable violation from the Biden White House and its crickets. Now Elon comes out with these Twitter files and it's making bigger news, but they're not as compelling as what came out this summer from the Atter- Attorneys General, Missouri and Louisiana. Um, be sure to... Look up their cases uh, Missouri Attorney General Eric Schmidt and Louisiana Attorney General Jeff Landry. This is exactly the sort of story that YouTube will censor, so I can't bring up the page directly. Um, you know, since I started this podcast, oh, okay, so um, I just want to shout out another story that's getting a lot of crickets. The Governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis, he spoke in the past few days uh, at a private fundraising event. He says, I'm going to be working with the Florida Surgeon General to hold the needle manufacturers accountable. They made claims about the new needle technology that wasn't true and the people were injured as a result. So. This is big and if you watch the Florida Surgeon general, he's releasing all these studies that Florida is independently doing on this new pharmaceutical people have been putting in their arms and just how damaging much of it is to, to human health. Far, far, far more um, bad reactions than any other needle previously. I'm trying to tread gingerly here on YouTube. Um, nobody's talking about this. I asked my friend Brendan Leslie about it because he covers the news out there in Florida uh, independently. He ditched the corporate news, as did I. And he said, well, part of why it's not getting a lot of media coverage is this was a private fundraising event where not a lot of media um, was allowed in there. But they will likely, uh, media will likely cover cover this in the coming days, perhaps, because Brendan said he's going to speak directly with Ron DeSantis' people tomorrow get more details on this new plan as desantis and florida at least one state is actually going after these pharmaceutical companies trying to um, get some justice for all those who have indeed had horrible side effects that as tampa bay times is reporting quote more deaths among people who had the needle in the arm is not a reason to avoid the needle in the arm so they're admitting, you know, and they're saying, okay, yeah, basically the Washington Post covered the story where turns out the people who got their series of new pharmaceuticals in the arm, more of them are dying of the illness than people who didn't. And Tampa Bay Times, in collaboration with PolitiFact, is saying everyone calm down though, just because more people who had the pharmaceutical are dying does not mean you shouldn't have the pharmaceutical. Still go get the pharmaceutical. Okay, that makes sense. Not? But they're just praying that people will somehow keep believing this. And if anyone does, that's pretty freaking stunning. But they're, they're literally arguing this article that this is more reason to keep getting those boost needles. Because if you don't get another and another and another boost in the arm, then you probably will die after catching the illness, after having only four or five or six needles in the arm. That's their logic. It's insanity, um, but here we are, and I think it's waking a lot of Americans up and a lot of world world citizens up because that logic just does not make sense since i started um the podcast with relationship gossip let's let's end with one more piece of relationship gossip shout out to deshaun watson's girlfriend jilly she is ride or die let me just say deshaun watson former texas uh quarterback now uh he, now he is a Browns quarterback. He was ensnared in a nasty lawsuit in which he was accused of being inappropriate with more than two dozen massage therapists. When the, the massage therapists realized they had to release their identity, some of them backed out of the lawsuit. Um, his girlfriend is still supporting him. Look at this is Jilly. She just posted this on her Instagram today. At the Texans stadium, not dressed in Texans red, white, and blue. She's dressed in Browns gear, wearing Deshaun's number four. And there she is with her entire family, all supporting Deshaun Watson, wearing his gear, his number, his colors at his new team, which he says this was this was his first game back playing uh, because he was suspended for about 11 games due to this Nasty, um, these nasty accusations that he um, perhaps, perhaps sexually um, assaulted some of these massage therapists. That's Jilly with her brother supporting Deshaun Watson. Now, okay, so there's, there's her, there she is with a video as well. Um, the fact that she would stick by her man through all those accusations, I mean, that's pretty brutal, especially to think that your man was doing sexual things to multiple massage therapists. Um, I I guess she's choosing not to believe that, you know, that he did that, which I still really do not know if he did that. And my question is, you know, sexual assault and and rape are illegal. So... There's no charges against Deshaun. Okay, why did this many girls, why didn't a single one of them file charges? Because it's a crime. Instead, they're going to do a money grab lawsuit. So is this about money or is this about criminal justice? Because it seems like it's just about a money grab, if you ask me. I covered this case when I was still at Fox and I was in the courtroom with a list of these girls, these accusers, Six of the girls came to court as I was uh, covering the lawsuit, and so I don't know. I'm just wondering if the girls are just grabbing money or if they are genuinely wanting justice against this person. It is a weird case, and I let me just say that one of the easiest ways to take a man down is through falsely accusing him of sexually abusing you, which is why a lot of men right now are really skittish around women. Women terrify men because these sexual assault allegations are flying rampant. It's really interesting, like uh, a little while back, a few years ago, I ran into Mike Tirico in a hotel lobby and I was like, oh my gosh, Mike Tirico, you went to Syracuse, I went to Syracuse, love you, can I have a picture with you? Mike Tirico was terrified to take a picture with me, but he agreed, but he literally, st- he sat rigid like this, he would not put his arm around me, <laughs> because the last thing you want is, like, me deciding to do a money grab, saying, oh, yeah, in this hotel lobby with Mike Tirico, but he did something bad to me. It's so, so easy to throw an accusation, destroy someone's reputation, so... It's, it's a crying shame that that's the case. And it's, just, it's interesting that Jilly has stuck by Deshaun Watson that, I don't know, I wonder if that's because she, she couldn't find any actual evidence of this. Perhaps she herself has gotten to the bottom of this all being BS to grab money from Deshaun. But what's your take? Um, checking your, oh, you're saying my volume's jacked up now? I gotta, guys, I don't know why I have so many audio issues. Thanks for bearing with me. Um, you're, I'm reading your comments. Uh, my daughter's school still won't let me volunteer because it won't get the needle in the arm. Really sad. The people who have it, it's not even benefiting them. Exactly. It's literally such an upside down world. At the end of the day, we have to own our own power and say, um, okay, if, if my school, if my daughter's school is wacko and has zero logic and is forcing pharmaceuticals on people that are not helping and are hurting, then I have the freedom to take my child out of that school and take them somewhere else. You know, my parents had, my parents homeschooled me. I'm going to homeschool my kids when I have them and because that gives me the power. You know, unless I somehow finds a teacher who's like magical and wonderful, but a lot of these education systems are so compromised, and parents get so frustrated um, and drain so much energy, begging the school leadership to fix their screwed up heads, instead of just saying, "I'm gonna, t- I'm just gonna remove my child from this situation completely." Um, so. You know, it's just like we, we watch the demise of our society and how everyone's like everyone's mindset is getting like programmed all weird and people are wonder why. And I'm like, well, you sent your kids to this insane education system. Your child spent 12 years and then four more years being brainwashed by lunatics. And then you're wondering why that person thinks the way they do as an adult. When you had the freedom to to remove your child from that indoctrination and teach your child how to think for themselves and to analyze everything, as I do. And I have people on the left and the right who hate me right now. I mean, my last podcast, I lost followers because of my thoughts on Kanye and Hitler because I think differently than everyone. Uh, But it's... I, I always come up to my own conclusions, and everyone should learn how to think for themselves and not be indoctrinated by anyone. But you have the freedom to take your kid out of that school and try to find a better school or just homeschool. My parents used uh, Accelerated Christian Education, ACE, that was the curriculum. It's a self-taught curriculum, so my mom, being busy, did not have to you know, sit by my side the entire time i was learning so if you're a busy mom look into the ace curriculum um it's not very expensive and the child can self-educate at home it worked for me i went on to go to an elite broadcast school syracuse homeschooling works it is an option um look into that and and regain your power um uh, okay you're saying my volume i'm so sorry my volume is apparently screwed up you guys i switched this lav mic today and um I'll have to crank it up some more next time. Uh, Checking your comments. All right. Thank you guys so much for all the love, and we will see you back here tomorrow.
2: We'll you